Welcome back to Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And we're back only a couple days. We're recording a couple days later. I haven't quite decided when I want to post this episode. Um, But this should be a little bit more structured. We have some things to talk about. We came prepared with um, some must-have free agents that the Vikings should look at in the 2024 offseason. But... Yeah, so we'll talk about that. We'll get into the nitty-gritty. I got another quiz for y'all to partake in. Uh, Maybe two. We'll see how the first one goes, and we'll decide if we want to do the second one or not. But, um, yeah, anything right away, right off the bat that we need to address? Yes, the NFL salary cap went up over $30 for this year. So what does that mean? means the Vikings can spend $30 million more than they could last year. Well, same with every NFL team. So that's then even more reasoning why we should try and make a splash in the free agent market, because now we have even more capacity to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking today. Uh, do you guys know where we currently are sitting in terms of cap space? Like overall in the league? Uh, I guess no. I don't know how we compare to the rest of the league. Oh. Just, uh, just for ourselves. Was it thirty-three million or something like that? Close. Thirty-two. Thirty-seven. Andrew's the closest. Thirty-eight million. Uh, positive. So we, so we have thirty-eight million to spend. Which again, I've said it every episode, but I'll continue to to reference it. We are in the hole about twenty-ish million at this time last year. And we had to make a lot of cuts now in this situation um, or, or, or this year, you know, there's not really any big cuts that we have to make. I was mm. going to ask, there's really two things that I feel like are pretty safe assumptions that we can make. Um, I'm curious what you guys, so there's two current roster moves that I could see us making that would uh, clear up even more cap space. I'm curious what if you guys have any put input as to what I'm thinking or just what you think. What are two kind of obvious moves that we should make to free up cap space? Any any thoughts? That'd be Andrew. Um, I would make that old man Harrison Smith retire, um, and save us the pain of about twenty million dollars. Uh, he's not worth um. Uh, four million dollars let okay. alone 20 right. let's pump the brakes a little bit i was he's not he's not okay he's not worth it he's old and slow he had a very good career but um keep in mind there's dollar values kind of in leadership and experience as well there not is 20 million not that. agreed agreed not 20 million no doubt i don't know i again i wouldn't say he's not worth four million um, I don't know where other safeties compare, but experience and leadership plays a factor. Nonetheless, I'm not going to try and defend Harrison Smith because I would agree, Andrew, that was one of my two kind of obvious ones. Um, if Hitman retires, you save close to $20 million. Um, if he doesn't, I think it's pretty safe to assume you will cut him. 
because if you cut him, you save 11 million. Um, so that brings you to, what is that? That's 49 million in cap savings with just one guy right there. Last year was the same boat. You cut Kendricks, you saved a lot. You cut Thielen, you saved a lot. Here's another one. You cut Hitman and you're going to save a lot. The other one that I saw a lot on social media and also, I guess mainly just social media, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but um, people were saying that Brian O'Neill restructure is rather likely to happen. Again, he's coming off of a another year where he missed two games. Um, he took another regression. He has a contract that I, I, it sounds like is pretty easy to move about. So restructuring O'Neill's contract saves you another $9 million. Mm-hmm. And that puts you then at close to $60 million of cap space to play with for free agents, signing Jefferson. Uh, I guess it sounds like we're going to wait on Darasaw. And then, again, I, I go back and forth on what to do with Kirk because, once again, Today, I saw a tweet saying now he's back to a two-year, $70 million potential contract, which I've always said, if you can get him for under 35 a year, it's worth re-signing and still drafting a guy um, to go behind him. Have, have your guys' thoughts changed at all? Are you, no matter what the amount is, are you just saying goodbye to Kirk? It's really tough. Um that's why I asked the question. I know it's tough. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I I'd say I think I think it's just time to to be done. You you you've tried the, you've tried it with Kirk. It hasn't worked, and I I don't expect coming off the Achilles that over the next two years they'd win a Super Bowl with him, and that'd be the only reason I'd sign him. So, I'd say no. I think you can bring in a different guy. Okay. All right, Andrew, your thoughts? I would agree with Hayes on bringing in another guy and uh, drafting quarterback. All I don't right. think there is um, – I don't think two years, 35 a year, I don't think Kirk will sign that. I don't think so. Hurt. Yeah, I don't think so either. Like I said, it's just what I saw. Um, it, it became another report that apparently now that's the new potential contract – that that Kirk could sign with Minnesota. And mm-hmm. again, I we've now heard two year uh 90 million and we've heard two year 70 million. So it's I mean it's all talk at this point. Um I don't know. I go I I const like it is a tough question because I go back and forth because you do go back and think of what Kirk was doing right before he got hurt, but then you also have to remind yourself that you know, he's coming back from a pretty substantial injury that yeah. the type of play that he was putting up is probably not likely. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also, it could be, I mean, he's also, you know, potentially still the safest quarterback that you could go, but again, should we be safe? Cause what has it done so far? Not much. So yeah. All right. Anywho, we'll transition nicely. Um, I'm thinking what we can start with is maybe just go one at a time. So like, Hey, you say, you know, this is the position that we need. Here's the player I recommend. And then give your, you know, give your sales pitch as to why we should, you know, get that position player and that specific player. Does that sound like a good plan? We'll just go around the horn. Yeah, that works. 
Andrew, does that work for you? Yeah. All right. Hayes, kick us off. Okay. Um, I think a big need for them is going to be corner. We we, we saw you know they or they uh, signed Byron Murphy last off season. It was a little iffy, but obviously we saw what happened when he was hurt. They were horrible in the back end of their defense the last two or three games without him. Um, so I have two guys. One that you could probably get pretty easily and for pretty cheap is cornerback Steven Nelson. Okay. He'll be in his early 30s. So he'll be probably 31 by the start of next season, I think. Um, he's played for Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Philly, Houston. And he had probably one of his best years last year with Houston. Uh, he started 16 to 17 games, four interceptions. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't know what his, his uh, PFF ranking or anything like that was, but I saw that you could get him for one year, six million dollars. Okay. So just a one-year deal. He has that veteran experience, and I think you could you could get him pretty easily. Um, another guy I had was cornerback Kendall Fuller. So he's played for Washington. He won a Super Bowl with Kansas City. Um, he's going to be more expensive. He has that more experience. He's still relatively young. I think he's 28 um, or just turned 29, something like that. Um, but he has the experience. His contract would cost you more. It would cost you probably close to 13 or 14 a year. So probably a two, three-year deal between 30 and 45 million a year. 30 to 45 total. So those would be my two cornerbacks I think they should look at. I love Nothing it. Big, but just get someone to put in there and he'll give you, you know, full-time starts. He's going to start every game. He's a healthy – both those guys have been healthy throughout their whole career. So, Can you I, repeat I the name of the first cornerback you said? Steven Nelson. Okay. I was just not familiar with that one. Um Oh, he's also a sportscaster, so I got to, I guess, type in NFL. He started 115 games throughout his, what is it, close coming up on 10-year NFL career. Um, yeah, it'll be his 10th year this year. Yep. Um, yeah. He's very much be like a, not as big as like a Patrick Peterson, but you're signing him for his veteran presence and it'd be, it'd cost you five or six million. I like that one. I like that one big time. I, I had not seen that one. I'd say my only, you know, uh, not reservation that we should get him, but reservation just with so far compared to last year's off season signings, it was everyone in that 26 to 29 range. So I mm-hmm. knowing quite or thinking of what Quasi and KOC did last year, I feel like um, Nelson has, past that age yeah. range i feel like they still want young not saying we shouldn't go after him but yeah. um yeah he just turned 31 mm-hmm. and yeah approaching his 10th year in the nfl but as you see also cornerbacks patrick peterson's still playing at you know not a high level but a starter level yeah and he was putting up good numbers with us when he was what was he 32 three mm-hmm. so um nice well, I'll, I'll follow suit because also one of my two guys uh, at the cornerback position, because I would agree, I think you need to get another cornerback and maybe even need to draft another one as well. Because um, mm-hmm. really after Byron Murphy Jr., you're relying on third round pick or fourth round pick of Caleb Evans, who is showing mm-hmm. more and more that he's 
might not be starting uh, starter capability. Mm-hmm. Relying on Makai Blackman, who showed flashes of like yeah. decency, and I think he could, you know, be improved or could continue to improve, but still, you know, not starter level. Yeah. And Andrew Booth Jr. is one season away from being declared a bust, and he was yeah. a, a late second, second round, round I think. Um, and then after that, our other cornerbacks is Najee Thompson, who's a special teams guy, and Jawan Williams, who I think yeah. he had signed late or was a practice squad guy at one point. So I'd be curious if Andrew also has cornerback position as a must free agent signing. But one of my two guys, Hayes, was also Kendall Fuller. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, you know, he just turned 29. So it means, you know, he'll be late 20s through all of next season. Um, He doesn't have a, a, a significant injury history. He only missed two games last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, same thing. Like he, it, it looks like I saw this in terms of contract, you're looking at a two, three year deal, 12 to 13 million a year. So on the higher end, but again, I think you finally have the financial flexibility to make these um, more splashy free agent signings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember what Byron Murphy's contract is, but I would imagine this is more than what we signed him for. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I I also I I saw that he was considered you know one of the topper end <clears throat> free agents that you could get from a cornerback perspective. Um, won't break the bank. He started, I think, like 85, 90% of the games he's played in. So he's used to starting. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I think he'd be a, I don't want to say a safe option, but an exciting one. Guy with experience, former third-round pick. So mm-hmm. clearly we love our third-round cornerbacks, but this yeah. one actually seems to have success. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else about him that I liked other than just that, you know, it's a name I've also have heard before. Yeah, um, same. And I think another thing that I had read or saw was that he pretty, I mean, the commander's defense was pretty dog shite last year, but they said he was the, it was the, the only highlight. positive yeah. that came from that defense. Yep. Um, I also had two options at cornerback. The other one that I saw, and it's similar to you, Hayes, you can get them for much cheaper, get them for like six, seven years. Uh, he was with the Cincinnati last name. His name is Chidobi Awuzu. I'd never heard of him before. Chidobe Awuzie. Is that how you say it? <laughs> Have you heard of this guy? Yeah, I've heard of him. I know his last name is pronounced Awuzie. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. Okay. Chidobe Awuzie. I like that. There it is. Chidobe Awuzie. I don't know if that's actually how you say it. I know the first name is, yeah, that sounds right. Chidobe Awuzie. Okay. I've heard of him. Uh, mainly from Cincinnati. I think he was on that Super Bowl team. Again, I think he was like a second round pick and he's he's yeah. second round pick from Dallas. He's even younger than Fuller. Um, he was with Dallas for four years and then Cincy for three years. He did, he has had an ACL uh, tear back in 2022. Um, but uh, you know, he played 15 of 17 games last year. 
it sounded like he also was a, a pretty consistent starter on that Bengals secondary. Um, and again, it's just another guy that you could get relatively inexpensive with starting experience um, that, you know, can just significantly help that, that cornerback room that clearly needs help. Um, so that was my, my other cornerback option for obviously mm-hmm. much less money, obviously less talented, less experience. The, the ACL injury is slightly concerning just because that was only what a year and a half, two years ago. Mm-hmm. So you never know how a player bounces back from that. But again, that's why you then could get him on a bargain. So um, that was my second one. First one would be obviously Fuller, Kendall Fuller. Second for cheaper and obviously more of a risk. Should a boy a woozie. We might never have to learn that name. No, maybe. All right, Bubblicious, Scrubbedicious. Do you also have a cornerback that we should go after? Yeah, were we supposed to do two for each position? Mm-mm. There's three total. You two just decided to mess things up. But we're only supposed to do three total people? No, I mean, bare minimum three. It's it's flexible. If you come with six, no one's going to be yeah. bad. Clearly, Andrew's like, I want to come with one. So. I came with six. That's good, Hayes. I like it. It's more to talk about then. The more you bring, the more to talk about. So, Andrew, I'm very curious who you brought. Well, I'll start with my cornerback as well, considering you both did. That would make sense. But my cornerback is former first-round pick Jeff Okuda from the Lions. Last year played in Atlanta. Um, Was pretty terrible with the Lions for most of his time there. And then last year, uh, got traded to Atlanta. Kind of had a much better year. Atlanta defense was not bad at all. I remember when we played him. He was a very physical uh, corner. Um, obviously, former first-round guy. His 40 time was very fast. And it seems like a crazy pickup. I don't think he'll sign for anything, like, super huge. Um, sometimes it's hard to find, like, projected. Um, that's not hard. I mean, accurate projected ones, because a lot of times they're wrong. But, um, no, he just felt like a very crazy pick. It was kind of like Byron Murphy almost, um, high prospect, and then kind of didn't have great years. Um, but I still ah, think he's solid. Like that. that is a good, good, good thought. I saw he's a third overall pick. So. Yeah. Um, and Quasi loves those players yes. that kind of fell off. Yep. Um, but I think he'd be a solid addition. I'm guessing he'll probably sign like a prove it deal, like a one two year deal. So you don't have to go crazy. He's still twenty five, super young, um, fast. And I think he would fit in Flores' defense nice because he's more of an outside corner, not really slot. I like that one. I didn't I didn't even see his name around. Um was he hurt in twenty twenty one? Do you know? He only played a single game in twenty twenty one. I'm guessing it was hurt then, yeah. Okay. So that'd be my only concern. I'm always nervous of the injury of the of the injury. Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, most times players Achilles. will get injured, but like full seasons, he tore his Achilles. Okay. So a lot of players tear their Achilles. Andrew, I did like I like though the thought process behind why why we would go after a guy like uh, Jeff Okuda. 
I missed that. It was because he is who did you compare him to? No, uh, he had, go ahead. Byron Murphy, in a way. Well, um, more I thought you also, had said how Quazy likes going after guys who kind of need to prove it, like high draft picks that have not first round guys. So I traded for like Jalen Rager. Always made it made trades for like first round, second round guys that you could get for like a third or fourth. We we're still in their rookie contract. Mm-hmm. Which I'd say, I guess, unfortunately, the Marcus Davenport prove it. Yeah, that was the one that popped in my head right away. <laughs> uh, I like how you most of them Rager. been successful. No, none I have like really been Jalen, successful. Another unsuccessful one. I'm just saying that's something he tends to do. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna pass on Jeff Okuda. I appreciate the offer. Okay, I, you brought up a guy that no one considered of Steven Nelson. Yeah, hey, cheap guy. So it sounds like in summer here, I like that we all are on the same page. We're looking for a cornerback to help the bad secondary that we have. It unless something crazy happens, we'll have Flores as a DC again, so the pressure will continue. And you'll need significant help. What's with the smirking? He's sending really inappropriate messages. In the what, did, what did he say? I don't know if I should read it off. I'm not okay. going to. All right. Let's, uh, I'm going to figure out a way to block Andrew from being able to, uh, to chat. Yeah. But another time and place. Okay. Um, so, okay. So Hayes mentioned Steven Nelson. Hayes and I both mentioned Kendall Fuller. Mm-hmm. I mentioned Bengal Owazu, maybe. Kidabe Awuzie. That is, Thank I you, know. Hayes. And then Andrew mentioned Jeff Bakuda. So keep those names in the back mm-hmm. of your head. Maybe we'll see one of those in a couple weeks here. Um, or we will only talk about them this one single time on this podcast. So maybe. It, Hayes, you want to start off round two here? What's the next position that the Vikings need to tackle this offseason? Um, this is one I don't foresee happening, but I but I think they should they should go after a defensive tackle. And the big name out there is Christian Wilkins from the Dolphins. Mm. 28 years old. He's gonna be getting, you know, between 17, 18, 19, maybe even close to 20 million a year. Um, I don't see the Vikings giving out a contract like that, especially no, I don't either. Uh, like him. Um, but he'd be a big name. He'd be he's one of the most top free agent defensive tackles. Um, I don't necessarily want to go after him because it would be that much money, but just a defensive tackle who has some experience would be nice. Were there any other defensive tackle names that you saw or were thinking about when you were searching? No big ones, you know. Chris Jones is the big one, but the Vikings aren't going to get him. I assume he will go back to Kansas City. Dexter Lawrence, but again, that's someone who's kind of age, who's aging and would cost you more than you should give him. Um, so, no, I, I don't. That was the one that interested me, but even so, I wouldn't go past 17 a year for like two years. I wouldn't give him a three-year deal. Did he have any overlap? Um I can't remember what year. Brian Flores, yes. Okay. So that's the connection. Yep. Um, and I was just I quick pulled up his stats. He has not missed a game now in three straight years. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is he had a good season impressive. last year. I think he had 
nine or nine and a half sacks with like 50 plus pressures. So he, he put up his best season last year um, with a pretty solid Dolphins defense. So, which is probably why he could potentially get a contract for 17 to 20 million a year. Yeah. Exactly. Which again, yeah, I, I probably agree with you that if the Vikings are going to put 20 million a year on any defensive position player, I would assume it would be back to Daniil or another yeah. edge rusher. I feel like a, yeah. a tackle is just, I don't. He's a don't tackle that would, he would make a big splash. He, he would help your defense significantly, but it's not a big enough thing that's going to change your whole defense. You know, I, I think what they got to do is, you know, instead of signing a guy for 20 million, they give three guys, 8 million or three guys, 7 million, you know, um, cause they really got to even out the defense. No, I, I, I don't disagree at all. Um, <clears throat> Harrison felt like Moneyball. You kind of got to figure out how to spend without having to spend a lot. Cause I don't, I know that you can, they have the money, but how much do you really want to spend? Yeah. Yeah. Where do you want it? Yeah. No, a, a very good point. You get a bunch of, you know, B level players or, mm-hmm. and, and, and have a strong depth or do you get, yeah, one or two guys who could make really, really big plays, but you're giving them a, a fat check. Yeah. What would you say? What would you do? Would you want, would you pay a guy like um, Wilkins? Like, would you be upset if we're, if all of a sudden we sign them to a three-year $55 million contract? Me or Andrew? Both. No, I, no, I, a guy like him. A lot of money. It is a lot of money. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of, again, it kind of goes with the direction on what are you doing with Kirk? Cause it's like, if you want to go all in, then you go all in. And I think then that means, yes, you sign a guy like him okay. and you decide I'm just going to go and spend all my money this off season and try to run it back. But if you say, I'm not going to sign Kirk, but I'm going to give a bunch of money to Christian Wilkins. I say, no, why, why, what is that yeah. going to get? What are you, what are you getting from that? I don't, I, I would say I completely agree with that take. That's a good take. Andrew, agree, disagree? Additional thoughts? I'd agree. I'd agree with Hayes. Um, definitely depends on Kirk and whether you want to be competitive or just kind of build your roster and go into more of a rebuild. Because, yeah, if you're not signing Kirk, there's not a lot of point in paying a defensive tackle that amount of money. It's just a waste of money. Great takes. Great takes, both of you. Um. I'll follow suit. I have another defensive position player, but I was looking more at the linebacker slot. Um, Jordan Hicks is now a free agent. I would be surprised if we re-signed him uh, just because, you know, he's going to be 32, 33, which is on the old end for a linebacker. He came off like the weird, like carpal tunnel thing, um, which is just, I think, again, too risky. Um, Yeah. So I was looking from the for the linebacker free agent markets, and the one that really caught my interest was Tampa Bay's linebacker Devin White, 2019 fifth overall pick. He just turned 26. He missed a few games last year with a foot injury, kind of towards the end of the season, but it sounded like it wasn't like anything super drastic. Uh, and before then, he had not missed any games anytime. Um, and I don't think he would also break the bank. I think you could get him on a two, three year deal for 27, 30 million. So you're looking at eight to 10 million for a linebacker, which is, you know, on the higher end, but again, you have the money to play with. You can't just have 
uh, undrafted Ivan Pace Jr. and um, unproven Brian Asamoa to be mm-hmm. your linebackers. And Troy Dye, my God, please be done with Troy Dye. Yeah. He has to be a free agent. He's been here forever. I know, but it just seems like he's a guy who will never leave. He was like um, Chris. He's Chris a rock puppet. Yeah. Troy Dye is clearly KOC's puppet. Yeah. Um, so I really, yeah, I liked Devin White. Good size, good pass protector, um, pretty fast. During the combine, they compared him to Jonathan Vilma, who's obviously a 10-year uh, NFL vet. So I like the idea of getting uh, and a, a younger, just turned 26. So you could feel comfortable with giving him a three-year deal. Um, and yeah, it kind of fits the quasi mold, uh, a fifth overall first round pick that has been good, but probably has not lived up to potential. And you could get them for, you know, a, a, a fair price, not breaking the bank, but not, not, not cheap either. Mm-hmm. So yeah. agree, disagree, love it, hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't hate it. Thanks. Whoa. I actually really like it. And Thank you, I'm Andrew. Surprised. I'm surprised at how inexpensive he is because i've heard only good things about him and maybe you're right in in the sense of like uh contract projections aren't super accurate but you know i I would be shocked if it was more than 12 million a year like i feel like that's the high end low end you could get them for 8 million a year so um linebackers you know i don't those aren't a super expensive position from what i've seen no they're not so, but they're also, they, they, I think they're an important piece to a, to a defense, especially a defense where you either send him to blitz or again, his, his stats show he's a, he's good in pass protection, which is what, what you need when you're sending. Yeah. If, if you're not sending everyone, that's my guy, Andrew, you have a, your, your second free agent position player. Yes, I do. Um, I have safety Xavier McKinney from the Giants. Um, I think he would fill in nicely for old man Harrison Smith. I think he'd actually make such a better defense than Harrison Smith would ever. Hayes, I see why he went after him. Why? Why do you Why do you think? Because he wants a guy with dreads. Boom! Nailed it. Sorry, this is his first time you've heard of him. It but, is. Um, another player that's young, not even 25 yet, um, played every game last year, over 100 tackles, good in pass coverage, has 17 interceptions slash forced incompletions over the last three seasons, which is really good. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I just think Quasey literally has such a – easy like you know what he's going to go after i don't know what the oldest player he brought in last year but it was no chance over 30 i'm guessing it was like 27 28 yeah um but i think last year you saw how much flores is going to use safeties over linebackers Uh, there's times where there was four safeties on the field like a lot of the season um and obviously we played three safeties most of it and so now that you're getting rid of, you know, most likely, I guess, can say for sure, Smith, um, you do need someone to fill that role that will play more of a coverage 
and not necessarily up at the line like Metellus did for most of the season. And he doesn't seem super expensive. Um, I just think he'd be a good fast coverage safety next to Metellus and Bynum. Yeah. Any any guess on contract? Or Between no? 11 and 12. Um, say that again, Hayes? Between 11 and 12 a year. Okay. So comparable to the other cornerbacks that we had kind of talked about. Not a quarterback. Other other defensive backs. Thank you. Andrew, I like that uh I like that breakdown. You've you've brought two, I guess I have heard of the Jeff Akuda, but I had not heard of Xavier McKinney. Um and yeah, he does have very solid numbers. Um he kind of messed us up in that playoff game too. He was all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I told I kind of yeah. Clearly did not pay much attention to uh the Giants secondary. <clears throat> but all right, so to summarize that one, Hayes, you mentioned defensive tackle Christian Wilkins of the Dolphins, right? Yes. Um, but it sounds like you weren't completely sold on coughing up that type of money if you have a question mark at quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mentioned – this one was all different, but all defensive players. I mentioned a, a young linebacker, former first overall pick, um i'm now already blanking on his name Evan White. and then andrew mentioned safety of from the colts xavier mckinney so i liked three different positions um three different players i think all other than the defensive tackle 18 million are great suggestions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> he's just pissed well you know, i'm not gonna say anything what do you, you have nothing to say no, no, I'm not going to start an argument. Because you have nothing to say. Harrison misspeaks, you know, roughly four to five times every podcast. Last <laughs> I checked, Devin White was not a first overall pick. Um, first, yeah, okay. First, and first Andrew, round. Xavier McKinney is a ridiculous suggestion considering why let Harrison Smith walk to just bring in and pay and overpay another safety. Well, I I would I don't think it'd be overpaying, and it's eight years younger than Harrison price. Smith. Half price? Close you think you get him for ten million a year? That's what he's projected. Most safeties nope. don't make. No, he has not projected that. Good. Hey, yes, it is on Spot Track. It is. I don't listen to Spot Tracks. I do A to Z Sports. Hmm. I've never even heard of that. I haven't heard of that one either. I'm trying to. I don't know which one I do. You should A B C your way out of this conversation? Ooh, doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, I don't know what that means either, but all right. Third free agent Hayes position player. What do you got? I'll go with the quarterback. I have the free agent quarterback. I'd say the Vikings should target and that's Gardner Minshew. Um, I think you could bring Gardner Minshew too. Nope. Um, I think you could bring him in on a pretty cheap contract. Um, you just fill him in for a year. Um, and, and he, he, put up numbers, you know, he wouldn't be anything crazy, but you know, he'd do well. And I think that'd be, that'd be the best move. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he won what, 10, nine games with the Colts last year. Yep. I think yeah, he won nine games with the, eh, no, he didn't win that many. I guess he didn't start right away. Uh, He was seven and six in the games okay. that he started. Yep. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, he put up solid numbers. Yeah. He's a he's a good backup. I think he'll get a shot at a starting job this year. Um, and I think he could get him for four, maybe five, one year contract. So then would your ideal situation be you get a quarterback in the first or second round and then sign a guy like Minshew too, and then you say goodbye to Kirk, goodbye to Mullins? You know, I don't think you should reach in you know, you shouldn't reach for a guy if you if you're sitting at eleven and those top three guys are gone. Um, I think you take a defensive guy and yep. you see what you have in the second round. If Penix is sitting there when you're there at the second second round, whatever that is, like pick forty eight, take him. Why not? But if those top three guys are gone, I don't think you draft a quarterback in the first round. There's not talent there to take at eleven. That'd be reaching. And I would agree we're all in the same boat that we would be pretty uh infuriated if we trade back in the first round absolutely yes yeah especially if it's with a uh division opponent i'd say even and, conference <laughs> and especially if it means you draft lewisine over what is now an all pro oh we can't do that again so that won't happen um, i wouldn't mind if we trade it back really really you love when it's already 8.45 and the Vikings are picking 12 and you have to wait now another two hours. Two hours for them to take a That's your a biggest guard. concern, Hayes, is that you have to stay up a couple extra hours. It's annoying. I, I just think you should get the best player on the board at 11. I think that's it shows that, yeah, yep. that's what I think you should do at this point. And plus, during our mocks and what we've seen on social media, we still need an edge rusher. And I think it's very likely and very possible that you could get the best or the second best edge rusher at 11. Oh yeah. And, and as we've seen in the NFL, those are difference makers on defense. It's probably one of, one of the more important positions um, on, on defense. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I would agree. Don't reach. But, and I would also, yeah, add to not trade back, just get the best guy that's on the board. So, yep. all right, Hayes, you threw in a quarterback. Um, I have also a offensive guy. I think Alexander Madison has shown that he cannot start. Um, it also, unfortunately, because his contract is guaranteed money, you basically get not, you, you don't save anything by cutting him. So you just keep him to keep him. And I think Ty Chandler has shown flashes that he could be a pretty solid, like running back one B. So I think you need to get an experienced tailback in the free agent market. Um, I go back and forth with how much you should spend on a running back. Are you talking to yourself, Hayes? No. You are. You're you're whispering. What are you doing? No, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> um I'm not sold to this. This is like my Christian Wilkins uh recommendation here, but I think Josh Jacobs could be a fun running back signing. He's still relatively young, 26. Um projected at like 10 to 12 million a year so again i think high for a running back maybe you don't have to pay that i'm not again i'm not sold that you do cough up that type of money for a running back 
Um, but I think it shows that you need a guy who's who, who, who can run the ball. Um, <laughs> I'm losing my train of thought because Andrew and Hayes said, I cannot wait to explicit on this. So I'll, I'll leave it open to you. I'm not, I'm not sold. I think you do need a running back. Josh Jacobs was one of the first ones that was on the free agent market that caught my eye. Um, I'd also be okay with guys like Tony Pollard or you could also get a guy like Gus Edwards for the same price as Madison. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. You said Tony Pollard and I got scared. Well, so, so I'm curious, is it just the money is you don't want to spend the money on a running back? I don't want exactly. to ever give a second contract to a running back. Okay. But you want to get the fourth one to Daniil Hunter? He's not a running back. Running backs are in their prime from age 22 to 25. They have about four years. Four years to be good. AP is an exception. Tony Pollard was phenomenal. He becomes the starter in Dallas. Give him a second contract. He sucks. His yards per carry went down an entire yard. He was given 65 more attempts. And he put up two less yards in 65 more rushing attempts. Josh Jacobs won the rushing crown and then was trash. He fell off a cliff. He wasn't trash. He just wasn't anywhere near as good as the year before. Derrick Henry washed. Alexander Madison, you should cut him. Because he is literally saved not by cutting him. I don't I I would disagree with that. Then you have to trade him. You sure, are going to draft a running back. I do not want to see a free agent running back signed. Okay. To be honest, Ace, I I don't necessarily disagree with you. This was kind of one of my last. I'm like, I don't I think you need a running back. Um I think there are options in the free agent market that you could get for cheap. Um you clearly need a like goal line running back. Um, and I just know Josh Jacobs is big. I have no, maybe he's a terrible goal line back. I honestly have no idea. I don't know enough about Josh Jacobs. To I know, know Tony Pollard is because he didn't score any touchdowns for me in fantasy. It, it, is he really not a good Tony Pollard's not a good uh, goal line guy? No, he's not. What about a guy like Gus Edwards? He's another big running back that's not old. Might as well uh, just give more carries to CJ Ham. That you could get for really cheap. I know you have a weird obsession with CJ Ham Hayes. Um, Why do you say that? Gus Edwards is just Alexander Madison. It's oh. just the same player. I would disagree. I feel like Gus. Edwards I'd rather not have two Alexander Madisons on my team. They're the same player. Gus Edwards had a significantly better yards per carry than Madison. So did ninety nine percent of the league. Throw so a out there that have a better yards per carry than Alexander Madison. Dude, Just Gus don't Edwards pay had that kind of money. Gus Edwards had thirteen rushing touchdowns. He had thirteen times the number of rushing touchdowns that Alexander Madison had. Um, he had a hundred. Actually, when he did, he had one hundred fifteen more yards on only eight more carries than Madison. He was on the best rushing offense in the league. So yeah, obviously. So, yeah, like I said, this wasn't my best uh, free agent recommendation here. I do still think you need a running back. You, you know, shouldn't be an old one, shouldn't be expensive. 
Um, it was more just fun the the potential that you could get a a splashy running back because I can't take another season of Alexander Madison running the football more than t- twelve times a game. I also think um, KOC has proven that he does not like to run the ball. So paying a running back or what you're thinking two running backs sixteen or eighteen million total, I I I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, no, you make you think you make Josh Jacobs didn't fall off. He had half the number of yards he had the previous year. Yeah. No, I can't uh I can't necessarily argue with you guys on that one at all. Oh my so, gosh, the yards per carry was three and a half. Who's Josh Jacobs? Was that is that worse than Madison? It is actually. Oh, thank you then. Andrew, what do you got? Um I had Gardner Minshew up there as well, but I'm gonna change it and I'm gonna bring back Dalton Reisner, who had a terrific year for the Vikes, um, would be able to continue playing left guard for us. And then it would help solidify, bring back the same starting line as you had last year for most of the year, other than injuries. Um, I think with a rookie quarterback, which you're most likely headed in that direction, uh, pass protection is huge. Obviously, none of our guys are big run blockers. But like he said, KOC doesn't run the ball, uh, nor do we really have good running backs anyways. But I think bringing back Risner or Reisner, however you say it. I think it's Reisner. Um, is a good Reisner is a good cheap option, uh, especially for someone who had such a good year. I don't know if he gave up a sack or more than one. Well, and also he, he uh, vocally shared how much he liked playing with this team and, and being a part of like the, the, the Vikings. So bringing back someone who clearly is enjoying themselves, that, that, that makes a, a huge difference as well, at least what, from my perspective. So I, I totally agree with you. I wasn't thinking of, uh, you know, current guys, but that is a good, makes sense to me. And, and I, that also won't break the bank. So I was thinking, um, Hayes, you mentioned, I guess, that you had more people. I'm out. I gave all my free agent recommendations, and I kind of want to take the Josh Jacob one off the table. Let's just, I'm just going to cut that whole part. He said out. it. He said it. <laughs> um, Dude. I just had DJ Chark, wide receiver. Uh, That's a weird one. Name, we mentioned that name last year, I thought, too. You might have. He puts a very similar numbers to KJ Osborne. It really wouldn't be anything all that great, but it just means you don't have KJ Osborne anymore. Um, and There's no way to bring him back. Another one was offensive lineman. He'd play guard Tyler Shatley. Um, one year, $2 million. Uh, not an automatic starter, but he's could, he could compete for it, and he'd cost you nothing, so you just bring him on. and he could, He'd be your backup center, too, but Schlotman's going to leave. Hayes is going very uh, money ball, bringing bringing in some guys I've never heard of for cheap deals, but you need it. You need the depth. So mm-hmm. I, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, and yeah, you're not going to bring back Osborne and you'll need, uh, you'll need you some. Need wide yeah. No, I, I'll say, I would assume Brandon Powell's back next year. I think he's technically a free agent, but I'd be shocked if they let him walk just because he was a pretty good punt returner. He caught some pretty big uh, third down conversions um, throughout the season. And, you know, his numbers weren't amazing, but they were career highs for him. 
Yeah, I don't know. So, and I think you could get him for pretty cheap. And even even if he doesn't put up super flashy offensive numbers, I th- I, I would I would put if you're out, if you have him next year, early early prediction here, he gives you a special teams uh, touchdown. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. you agree? Write that down. Write that down. Nope. You like writing things down, right, Hayes? No, I don't. <laughs> Anyone uh, else hate Phil Mackey? Wow. It's aggressive. No, I don't. I don't hate him, but I do find him annoying. He thinks he's like the smartest man on earth. And then anytime someone disagrees with him, he cries like a baby. He's like, oh, so I can't take this? Oh, I can't take this? But the NFL players think it too, so what? I, I have not listened to Purple Daily in a while, so thankfully I have not gotten my Phil Mackey fix in quite some time, I'm sure. Me neither. I just see it on Twitter. Oh, he does cry quite a bit on Twitter. On X. Yeah, that's where that's where it's annoying. Yeah, but Hayes loves them, right? Yeah. Hayes? No, I don't. Okay. All right. This is uh, this was good. Good content. We'll close out here with one game. We'll see how it goes, and then we can certainly add a second because they're pretty much the same, just two different years. So, um, we are going to see. If you guys can list all the touchdowns, or I'm sorry, the players who scored a touchdown in the 2017 season, okay? So there's, looks like 14 total players. Um, I can give you clues as we get closer. We have five minutes to get them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Any any questions? I think pretty self-explanatory. You have five minutes to name the 14 players that scored a touchdown during the 2017 season. All right. Does that work? Sure. Yes. All right. Kick us off. Stephon Diggs. All right. I should have. Andrew, you start. Stephon Diggs. All right. That accounted for eight touchdowns. Got enough. That was another eight touchdowns. You need 12 more players. Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. Hayes, we're going every other, please. Elon had four touchdowns. Alvin Cook. Cook had two rushing touchdowns. That's right. That was the year he was hurt. Latavius Murray. Uh, Latavius. There we go. He had eight rushing touchdowns. Eric McKinnon. He had three rushing touchdowns and two receiving touchdowns. You guys are halfway there. Morgan. Who David Morgan. I love how, again, you're mad at me as you mumble the name. He had, yep, he had one receiving touchdown. So you need six more players. Ooh. Think of the quarterback. That counts as one. Yep. Samuel Bradford. Correct. Three more players. It's a Ham score touchdown. You're right, Hayes. All right, two more players. Darius, right? All right, two receiving yards. So the final one is a pick six. Eric Kendricks, I believe. Was, yep. Nicely done, you guys. In 90 seconds, you nailed all the 14 players. So we can definitely then play the second one. Uh, I think it should be even easier. 2020. 
uh, name the 15 players that scored a touchdown during the 2020 NFL season. So five minutes. Let's see if you guys can do it in under 90 seconds this time. Ready? Go. Devin Cook. Kirk Cousins. 16 rushing touchdowns and a receiving touchdown. Hayes said Kirk Cousins. That's the 35 passing and one rushing. Justin Jefferson. Jefferson had seven receiving. Uh, Rudolph. Rudolph had only one receiving that year. Madison. Madison had two rushing and one receiving. Uh, Thielen. Thielen had 14 receiving touchdowns. Okay, six more names. You are Irv Smith Jr. seconds in. Who? Irv Smith Jr. Five receiving touchdowns. It's kind of okay. a lot. You have a you have a player with who uh, scored a rushing touchdown, and then four more guys that caught one. CJ Ham, no. CJ Ham caught a touchdown. Oh, wow. Tyler Conklin. Conklin caught a touchdown. Three more guys. Rushing. One rushing, two receiving. Twenty twenty. Oh, Hayes, Abdullah. Oh. How do you spell that? A-B-D-U-L-L-A-H. A-B-D-U-L-L-A-H, I'm pretty sure. No rushing, but two receiving. Okay. So you still need the guy who had one rush. You had Cook, Matt. Chad Beebe had a touchdown. You're right, Andrew. So you just need the final... The final touchdown is a rushing touchdown. Who got it? Not CJ Ham. I, I I don't know this either. You guys, you got to get it. You can make guesses. <laughs> I can't I don't know any. Anyone? I feel like it's a wide receiver that scored a rushing. KJ Osborne, I don't think did any rushing. Um, Robinson. I guess I can. I don't think that's right, but what was his name? Aldrick Robinson. Nope. Tajay Sharp. Oh, did Kane Wangu get one? He wasn't there. Okay. Do we give up? Sharp. Nope. No. Try with an E at the end. I did. Yikes. I thought this would be the easier one. Do we give up? Yeah. All right. It was Mike Boone. Uh, Mike Boone had a rush. It, it must have been in week 18 in that meeting um, Bears game. So 14 of 15, you nailed the 2017 one. That was another good, good sporkle quizzes. Um, yeah. Good episode. I feel good about this one. You guys? Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for this vacay. For this what? Vacay? V-A-C-K-A-Y. Vacation? Yeah. Where are you going? Vacay? Huh? Where are you going? I'm not going anywhere. Aren't you going to Florida? Yeah. He's happy he doesn't have to record for oh, next that's, so Yeah, that's what he's saying. That's his vacation. He's so happy that he gets 10 days off here. Um, Just joking, dude. It's joke, okay? Today yeah, was sure. fun. Sure. No one screamed at me to be on time. 
That's because you were on time. Notice how th- notice how that works. You don't get in trouble if you just show up on time. Hey, I'm not the one that's been changing it lately. Didn't change. I asked. And also, again, this is like your dream. All this flexibility. Yeah, I know. See how easy it is, guys? See how easy this is. So next time, let's keep this in mind because Andrew's been flexible three podcasts in a row now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're killing it. You're killing it. I'm proud of you. So let's take – take. I lead by example. So feel free okay. to take from my examples. All right. Any final things? I got nothing. Okay, we know. Fine. A sport as a microcosm presentation went well. Um, so the tomahawk chop is actually an act of deviance and underconformity because oh. fans are going against uh, society's standard uh, behaviors. And then fans are also conforming most likely at the games because all the other fans around them are doing it. It actually shows uh, privilege as well in America and how Native Americans lack privilege. Um with their lack of presence in the media and the fact that uh, other ethnicities don't have to fear uh, their culture being mocked in front of on national TV. Hey, I, I, I don't disagree with anything you just said. Neither do I. All right. <laughs> hey, you got big plans tonight? I have to work out still and that's going to suck. So I'm sorry. What have you done all day today? I hung out with Abby. That was it. So I don't have a lot of empathy for you. It was fun, but no, I have to work out now. Okay. That's again, your fault. So, um, Andrew, thank you for sharing your presentation. That does, that did sound pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. Was it, did you get a grade back yet? Uh, I don't believe so. No. All right. Well, let us know. Keep us posted. Yes. I'm on my toes waiting to hear what Andrew got. Well, Okay. It's only eight points. Uh, it's nothing, nothing major. Oh, but it sounds like a sound sounded like it went well, so I'm happy for that. Yeah, I wasn't too nervous or anything. That's actually or are you being sarcastic? No. Oh, that's I mean, it was fine. This, this podcast is probably uh helping with your uh public speaking. No. Oh he's he's getting mad. He's getting mad. Hey, is he wearing lipstick? I don't think Why so. Why would he be wearing lipstick? It's like pink, pink lipstick. All right, Hayes, we'll let you go work out. Uh, drink a bunch of protein shakes for us. No, I'm good. I actually don't like protein shirt. shakes. I mean, whey protein tastes disgusting. You still liking the? You still liking the uh, do, candy yes. flavor? Nice. I still got to try one. I got. I want to try one sometime. Hey, I, I wouldn't recommend just taking it to sit around. I just want to. Oh, sit. I'm Hayes. Oh, I'm Hayes. I I take pre-rolls. <laughs> Shut up, dude. So you better not take it tonight, then. Otherwise, you're going to be up all night. Well, I'm not going to take it tonight. It's almost six. Okay. Well, good luck with your workout, Andrew. Enjoy your evening. Whatever you do, have Andrew. Have fun on vacation. Thank you. Yep. Have a good I time. I told him have fun on vacation. We still got to close out here. This is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. School Vikes, baby. <laughs>